Hello everyone and welcome back to Silver and Sensational. I'm Jessica, your flight attendant on this ride, you might say. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Here to bask in the glory and and be of service to our first class oh my flyer, <laughs> Lois Mills. <laughs> Is Jessica not the best? Hello everyone. <laughs> I'm Lois and I know all of you adore Jessica, the producer and the co-host of Silver and sensational. Welcome, I think everybody. our relationship is enviable. I think it's it's our combination together. But yes, you, we make each other better. And Lois, I'm really looking forward to today. It's timely. No matter what time of year you're watching this, we can all relate to how goddamn stressful the holidays are. Yeah, Holy they are. Moly. Mm-hmm. I'm not living in LA right now. Uh, but even as early as right uh, as three or four weeks ago, in the middle of October, my mother, of all people, is like, it is just getting crazy out there. And I think in L.A. it manifests uh, – holiday stress comes in so many different packages, and we're going to talk about that today. But in L.A. it manifests in traffic pretty pretty quick, quickly. All of a sudden, everyone is just zooming around. It becomes real dangerous out there. Have you experienced that yet? Well – you know, I've been away for a couple of weeks, so sure. I kind of have moved, you know, in a different direction with that. But um, you see, all, you've been sheltered from that thus I far. Pretty much have been sheltered from that. So I, um, but I just know at this time, you know, everybody seems to be worrying about. Um, entertaining, doing, and I did a quick run through a market this morning. And I think because I've been away and I, 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 I was so shocked at seeing everything holiday, all the cookies and the candies. And I said, really? And then realized (laughs) that, um, season's upon us. So yes, the stress does build up. Uh, and I think it, even the stress can happen all of a sudden when you realize it's the holiday season. I wanted to share a quick story with you. There's a, a game that was invented by the, the brilliant internet years ago uh, that's literally just called The Game. And it starts at the beginning of the holiday season. And the only goal of the game is to not hear the song The Little Drummer Boy. The second you hear The Little Drummer Boy, you're out of the game. You've lost and so every time now that I've shared that story with you, you are now playing the game. Oh, you, how there's could you rules. Do this to I'm me. sorry. There's rules like someone can't play it for you or like send you a link to make you listen to it. You you know you have to hear it organically in the world. And I kid you not, November first, my boyfriend goes to get a Starbucks, no. and he starts hearing over hearing like a jazz version of Little Drummer Boy, and he's like, oh that's oh. God damn it. He lost November 1st. So if that isn't stressful, I don't know what is. And I'm sorry. Is there some kind of prize at the end of all of this? Uh, Bragging rights. Oh, bragging rights. Because I think the reason why I became the little drummer boy is it's the most, it's one of the more loathed holiday songs probably. Mm. So I think if you can avoid it, you've saved yourself. Now, the only thing that's going to be going through my head all day is dumb. Yeah, well, it's okay. Now that we're mentioning it, 
It's not mm-hmm. going to, it's not, I'm not going to lose, but it's close. You almost, you almost made everyone lose. No, you no. can't, you can't force someone to lose. But no. so we also put out on our socials, on our YouTube and our Facebook, we mentioned to everyone that this is, this episode's going to be about holiday stress. And so we got a few questions. Um, people shared with us a couple topics that they wanted us to talk about specifically, but we got a question and this one's from Richie F who writes, hi, low, my family immediate and extended, have a lot of wonderful holiday traditions that usually go off without a hitch. However, my sister has had a very hard year with work and family and even finds herself on the out on the outs with a couple of family members. For me, it won't feel like the holidays without her, but as of right now, she's adamant that she will not be attending any events. I know I should let her do what she wants, but is there any way I could help her feel comfortable to attend despite such uncomfortable circumstances? I welcome your suggestions. Sincerely, miserably, Mary. And Mary, Mary to you. Well, <laughs> this is um, this is a difficult situation. Uh, it really is. Um, I would like you to remove the word, should I let her? Because you don't have the control over that. Amen. Wow. So I, my first impulse is to say, uh, give your sister some space and some time. And um, you will not be the only one that won't feel like it's the holidays without her because she'll be feeling the same way. So I think that for this year, perhaps you can find a way to reach out to her and maybe, I don't know if you live a far distance away or what, but you know, even if you FaceTime or Zoom or do something, if you are at a distance, uh, the two of you have your celebration, and you've got a whole year until holidays 2024, and maybe by that time some of her feelings may have evened out, um, and and I would just let things flow naturally. Mm. Yeah, I love that. It seems like this person knew that they had no control over the situation, but still wanted to find the way. Yeah, it's it's really hard. You know, it's it's really, really hard. I'll just do something quickly here. Um, as a kid, uh, I had, you know, big extended family, and there was always really the holidays were really memorable. And then as I got older and changed lives, you know, with different husbands, you know, I found that my holidays were not like they used to be. Mm. And so, the, you know, I had a, I always did all the things beforehand, the gifts and everything. But boy, when Christmas Eve came around, um, that was very depressing. And then uh, I was watching, this is in the very early days of Oprah. I mean, really early days of Oprah in the early 80s, probably. Um, and she did a show on that, and a psychologist, somebody in the audience, asked the question that I felt, which was, you know, blah, blah, I'm always so depressed, and because it's wow. not like it used to be. And so that person suggested, well, why don't you start your own traditions? So... It did make a difference in my life, and I did start my own traditions, and it 
I now can look back to those memories of childhood feeling good and warm and fuzzy, but not not making me sad, but rather making me feel very it's very warm and and, and and cuddly. Yeah. That's beautiful. So anyway, for you, Richie, um, I hope that this helps. And, uh, you know, drop us another line. Let us know what, what happens, okay? Because I would be interested in hearing. Anyway, so. I love that. Thank you, Lois. Well, thank you for writing to us. And I hope that we continue to hear more from you. But... Let's I, get into it because it is, it is time. The time is upon us. All right. I just want to know, <clears throat> pardon me, if your shoulders instantly touch up, touch, you know, just tense up at the thought of the hustle and bustle of the holiday season, or does your heart skip a beat? Pa-pum, pa-pum, about spending the entire day with your extended family during the most wonderful time of the year. And does the thought of holiday overspending keep you up at night? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because before the holidays begin, it really would serve us well to learn how to recognize and deal with the issues so that you have a stress-free holiday. I think that I think that's a good goal. Well, so there are a lot of expectations, you know, around the holidays, which really causes holiday stress. So that's why it's different from like yeah. a normal big, stress. Big expectations, you know. We associate the holidays with social gatherings and rituals and happy memories. And if we fall short of these, you know, expectations, it can lead to stress. And, you know, and holiday stress can affect everyone, even children. I didn't even think about that. Well, you know, it's for children, it's the, again, expectations. And, you know, children have friends and schoolmates and, and other families that they see doing things that maybe their family doesn't do. And so, you know, for the adults, it can be overwhelming, especially, you know, if you're, you have to make every meal gourmand perfect, mm-hmm. um, every wrap gift, a work of art, will you send cards? Won't you send cards? A Christmas, you know, Christmas or Hanukkah, uh, Trees, decorations, and just trying to make everything perfect for the people that you love. And then finding time to go to every party, or I'm not sure if this is worse, not being invited to any parties. Oh, I, mm-hmm. that hurts. It hurts. <laughs> it can start as early, or it has for me started as early as I didn't get invited to that Halloween party. Everyone's wearing their costume and they're mm. sharing pictures of it. You know, social media brings that extra level of... It's, it's worse now. Because yeah. of social media, you see what people are doing. And then, you know, you're trying to cram in every tradition, you know, to make every day memorable. And then, 
adding the financial burden of gift buying, um, the travel, should you need to travel to be with family, right? And you know, visiting family, if you're you know packing and getting there, and I, it's in the energy around you is at high stress because other people are at high stress. I think that is so interesting and the antithesis of what the holidays were supposed to offer people before. And I actually, being an LA girl, I didn't understand this, but in other places in the world, it gets so cold, it gets so dark that the holidays are supposed to offer hope and fill you up with warmth and give you good food and and be a literal bright star in the middle of this very dreary season. And however, I mean, probably the net issue with why stress is an ultimate high is the commercialism of the holidays and making it feel like it has to be this thing. You have to go to Black Friday. You have to do, you have to make it special. But at the same token, of course they should be special. So it's it's unfortunate that something so stressful has come from something that's such a lovely experience. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, yes. And, you know, I have spent Christmas in uh, a few different parts of the world where it is really spectacular Uh, and um but i haven't been there for the prelude so i don't know how stressed (laughs) out these people are running to the market and getting their goose and doing all of that stuff i just arrived in time for the pleasure for the splendor of of the church bells peeling and all of that kind of stuff. You know what? That might be an overarching um, goal for our our listeners today is just show up once your sister's made all the turkey. Yes, exactly. Um, So I I wanted to see if you had like, um, like myself, I didn't know how stress manifested in me. So I'm curious, like, what are different ways that well, stress you know, so, I, shows up I, here? I did do some research on this um, and it, there is uh, some symptoms that you might look for in yourself would be uh, anxiety, you know, feeling or, or having a feeling of sadness. Um, physically, you know, you could have headaches, uh, body aches, um, oh. of course, sleeplessness. Mm-hmm. Irritability for someone like me doesn't need to be a holiday stress trigger. So that's, that's actually that that's kind of my point with so many other stressors going on too right now. How are you supposed to distinguish the difference? <laughs> but, well, <laughs> I think I think that you know if you just kind of just stop dead, if you're starting to feel anxious, mm-hmm. um the best thing to do is to be able to manage stress. You need to know what triggers it. So um, it's, it's really important to pinpoint what is actually causing the stress. And uh, so that, you know, uh, because there are different steps we can take to manage stress I believe that. I wanted to ask you, Mm -hmm. how has 
holiday stress affected you in the past? Like, what what is a trigger for you? The trigger for me is not getting into the spirit of the holiday Mm. until it's practically upon me. And then I put myself in this state of stress that I have to get the gifts, get them wrapped. And since I live away from everybody, get them posted off so that they arrive on time. And I do this to myself. So this year, I've decided that I would follow some of the tips to manage the stress. I'm looking forward to them because... I definitely have my own set of triggers as well. Okay. So one of the things is to plan ahead. Um, It's really time to make a list. This is the time to make lists. If you're going to be entertaining, that's a list you need to make. Then if you're going to be gift giving, you need to make a list of all of the people And then decide what is the safest time to send those gifts so that they arrive on time. Can you afford to have the packages gift wrapped or do you need to gift wrap them yourself? So if you need to gift wrap them, then you need also on the list buying the gift wrap, setting aside the time to do it, putting it in the cartons or piling them up around the tree. There's lots of stuff to do. So the only way to do it stress-free is to make lists. So, and again, if you're entertaining and starts with um, the season kickoff of Thanksgiving, um, I hope you've already started because if you haven't, you're too late. Oh, I'm telling you, um, there. so again, the list, and you know, one of the things I should say is, you know, I just watched Hannah and her sisters yesterday for probably the 85th time, and they kept doing Thanksgiving dinner, and I thought, well, I hadn't even thought about that that was... Uh, how they got went segued from year to year was Thanksgiving dinner. And, you know, as much as you feel you want to do everything, go out there and ask your guests to bring something. You know, it's all right if it's not picture perfect or whatever. You know, put it out on the table and don't put more stress on yourself than is absolutely necessary. So, you I know, I think that's a good yeah, practice ask, now. Ask. Well, particularly because people have um, a lot of dietary restrictions. So, if someone's got a dietary restriction, they ought to bring their own dish too. There, thank you very much. Now, for the rest of the world, we live in Los Angeles where everybody has a problem with something. Right. And so, I. I don't do it because I'm just an obnoxious hostess, and I generally know what my guests are, vegetarian, vegan, you know, gluten-free, that kind of thing. But I, I have 
friends who will always ask what 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 are any exceptions blah 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 it really gets to be a bit much so you know if you are vegan or even vegetarian you know help your host or hostess out and bring your own and let them know in advance and then if they say oh no 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 we've provided for you all right you're ahead of the game so it's to plan ahead so you sit down at your earliest convenience no let me rephrase that you sit down now forget about <laughs> you're watching this video you're already stressed it's time for a list yeah you know <laughs> sit down now and make the list now another thing to relieve um some manage not relieve but manage stress is you know put yourself first hmm. yeah this this is something that um you know you it's a time to give 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 and take care of others but if you don't take care of yourself first you're really not into in any condition to take care of other people and so make sure you find time to exercise um to plan a dinner out or even you know to get out and take a few minutes of fresh air uh take a break from what you're doing and you know it's really important to get a good night's sleep so that the next day you're feeling refreshed and able to go i know so many of you out there are still working so if you add your daily um job in addition to all of this it's a lot it's a lot to carry so you know make sure you take care of yourself first so that you're physically mentally and emotionally capable of getting through this season I don't yeah. think I knew I was doing that until you explained it just now. But boy, do I love getting myself a gift when I'm going shopping. <laughs> or if I'm shopping, I'm going to go get the ice cream cone because it's going to make me feel good in that moment. Absolutely. I never did Christmas shopping without one for me. And 10 for them. <laughs> two, two for me and one for them. And two I, for right. Me. <laughs> so. I couldn't agree more, Lois. <laughs> Listen, the season is for both of us. The person you're getting the gift what the and hell? Exactly. <laughs> so, and now for me, this is also one that is um, troublesome. So, and that is to keep finances in check. And, you know, this year um, I'm going to create a budget. And, one of the things you have to know is think ahead of time. And if you, uh, you know, how is this going to affect you after the holiday is over? I mean, when January comes around and those bills start popping up, you know, like Barclay cards, Visa, American Express, you know, are you going to wait three or four days before you open that email if you're doing your stuff online like most of us? So what you need to do, and, and I'm going to definitely do it this year, is create a budget and stick to it. And it's going to be realistic about what I can actually afford. And, and you know, for those of us um, who cannot really afford to go out and buy things you know how about offering talents and your time to friends and loved ones um you know whether it's babysitting or um doing you know doing something for, you know that they would appreciate in lieu of a purchased gift right or if you have um the ability to bake 
you know, bake some treats. Oh, you know, last last year I have two friends. One loves scones and the other loves, well, he's from Boston, so he absolutely loves the blueberry muffins Ooh. that were part of his childhood from a wonderful department store in Boston. So I saw the actual recipe. Uh, Lois. Yes, and I made them as part of his birthday gift. And for his husband, I made um, blueberry muffins that, um, pardon me, um, blueberry and scones, scones and, um, and, ras- and strawberry scones. Oh my so, God. I think I love those too. So, oh, you know, so, and they were so appreciative. And, you know, I just wanted to do something that would please them, but I had no idea they would be so thrilled about it. So, you know, don't discount, and there's lots of places online, you know, whether it's making candy and putting it in a mason jar or cookies or muffins or whatever. Um, You know, I know it takes time, but um, it shows the amount of care and love that you have for a person. And um, often they're well received. I know my dear aunt, who's no longer with us, used to send me the best crescent cookies. And, you know, I don't mind telling you, I would eat the whole goddamn tin. And when I see them today, my heart just sinks a little bit that she's not with us anymore because I really used to look forward to that. But that's now we get to maybe... mm, a little sadder part, and that's for people that are no longer with you. Right. Those that are no longer with us, you know, it's hard to address the holidays without giving them a lot of thoughts. So if you've lost someone dear to you, or distance makes it difficult to spend time with them, You know, spend the season reflecting on the special memories you have of those loved ones. It really makes a difference. It does, you know, to think back and, you know, or you and or you can consider doing something meaningful in their honor. You know, a small donation um, to whatever cause you want in in their memory. it's it's just you know it's it's sort of a way of continuing to include them in your holidays beautiful and then you don't feel such a great loss it it makes the loss a little bit easier sure now if you can't get back to see your loved ones to be with them um i you know i do think that if you volunteer your time to helping people, whether it's distributing Christmas packages to kids or um, helping feed people who are in need of a meal, you know, to see a smile on somebody's face um, or for you to be smiling could change could change their day. And, you know, they may be suffering from being alone on a holiday as well, more than likely are. So, you know, there are ways that 
you can feel the spirit of the holiday by giving back on some level. So that's now another way to manage stress. And I seem to be doing all the talking, but this is a big one. And actually, this is one we've done um, an episode on that a lot of you have viewed. And it's learn how to say no. <laughs> no can I, do. So my cousin is the best at this. It is. He taught me this. And it's it's because he's more in the business world than I am. And, and he even sends a tweet about this or a Facebook post. And he goes, I'll see you. We'll, we'll meet up after the holidays. Once the holidays are done, then it's his favorite way of shooing someone off until the holidays are done. Oh, we'll have that meeting then. Or you could also assume people are very busy throughout the holidays. And being able to just go, I am so sorry. I am way too busy. You can get away. You can get away with murder and and slough off a plan you don't want to do. I think there's a healthy mixture of two things at play here, Lois, based off of what you're saying. You may feel depressed. You may feel let down. You may feel stressed out to accomplish all sorts of things. And so slowing down in order to do that is important. So that you do the things, but then also not wanting to do certain things is part of that stress well, and valid. Yes, if you know if it's going to put, if you're going to do something against your will, or you know, let me say, you know, you really need to really put yourself in a position that uh, you. It's going to be too much for you to do. It's better to say no, you know, on the other hand. You know, if working a few hours of overtime, you know, will make you happy so you can treat someone to something that you couldn't afford otherwise, well, sure, then it's worth doing. But right. not everything that someone asks you or, you know, sometimes it's not even an ask, it's sort of a guilt trip into doing you just, um, you simply need to be able to say no. And um, and it kind of goes along with what we said earlier about putting yourself first. You know, I'm not trying to, you know, say that, oh, you got to be selfish and it's just all about you. I'm simply saying when you're faced with a situation in which you really will find it extremely inconvenient or something you can't afford or right can't you know, or let's go have these on the gift for mom or what have you exactly like these, yes and you know you don't need to make excuses um you don't need to have reasons right just be kind in the way that you are uh declining and Drop it. Don't beat yourself up about it. You did what you needed to do, and you don't, move on. And don't ask for forgiveness from the other person for saying no to. Oh, there's a, there's a just, phenomenon of yeah, that. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes. Um, listen, if people love you for who and what you are. They will accept 
that if you're saying no, it's because it's important for you to say no. Right. As simple and if, as that. And we're practicing it. I think now with our listeners and us talking about this, the fact that we're bringing it up a month later after that episode, we're hoping to help you continue to practice and strengthen mm-hmm. that skill. Because the more you say no, the quicker you're listening to your gut and the sooner you know whether you want to do something or not. And you are valid to do only things that fill you up with joy. Now, sometimes following through with helping somebody, that's important. Getting out of your own way, that's important. But it's a little bit different than going to have dinner with Aunt Molly who's going to make you feel like shit for gaining five pounds and you know that that's the way it's going to go. Or even to Richie F., who wrote about a sister who's fallen out with some of the family members, doesn't want to go to the goddamn family party, let her. Let her stay at home. It's probably the best choice for her right now. It, 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 uh, it She is saying something, so it must. she must feel a need, or else she would be at the gatherings that right. they've had. It's right. as simple as that. Now, Amazing. I, we really have to say, if you've tried to help yourself and your mood has not improved or your symptoms continue well after the holidays, mm. this is a very serious time of the year. And please, we want you to consider speaking with a mental health professional. It's a, a very tough time for many, many people. And um, do not hesitate to reach out for help. If you're feeling that you're just not able to do it quite on your own, but That's I do beautiful want advice. That's beautiful I do advice. want to give many. Uh, I want to give credit to many of the suggestions were called from Healthline, and after Wonderful. I yes, I reviewed many many sites, and I thought that these were the most concise and maybe the most practical and easiest to implement. So. On that basis, I think it's time for everyone to get with your lists and figure out what you're doing for the next six weeks. Oh, my and goodness. we'll be here with you during the holiday season. And um, please, send us more questions about what you might want to think about during the season. Yes, please do. And also share with us your tips how you combat the holiday stress or what's the way you've decided to live on a budget or what's the new tradition that you established now that you're a single woman out, you know, doing the thing. And we will have a couple more episodes from now between, you know, Christmas and the end of the year for, you know, Christmas specific or gift specific uh, episodes. And if there's something you're wanting from us specifically, don't hesitate to get in contact with the many different ways you can do that. Um, You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Silver and Sensational. I feel like even our name is a little holiday themed, right? Kind of. Oh, you know, you're right. I guess Silver Bells. Jesus, should we do, should we do um, wreaths around our heads of 
silver tinsel garland. I think I think we are, I think so. I like oh, well, this I idea. Think I think we're well, <laughs> we won't we can uh, we I can superimpose it digitally. Don't worry. Um, but, I like it. Right, and then another thing we love it when you do is send us an email if it's a little too personal for a comment on Facebook or YouTube. You can email us over at silverandsensational at gmail.com. Even if it's not a, a piece of advice you'd like from Lois that's specific to an upcoming episode, but you know she's going to give you the insight you're looking for, that might inspire us to do an episode based off of that question you're asking us. So silverandsensational at gmail.com. And if they're watching us right now on YouTube, Lo- Lois, what's a way that they can uh, oh, help us out there? Please, please, please. We're, we're climbing and we're climbing and we're hoping to reach 500. So please subscribers, subscribe. So you are among the five, the first 500 subscribers and do share, you know, share it with your friends, family, whomever, especially if it's a episode that you think you'd like uh to uh, have a discussion with them about Ooh, i like that it's a it's a little right. hint hint right sure. and if you have any comments just put it in the box below and hit the little notification bell so that you know when a new episode arrives so i'm going to say thank you so very much for joining us again and thank you jessica and looking forward to the next time as am I, Lois. This is a wonderful time that we get to spend together. And I look forward to our first holiday season knowing each other. Yes. So we're going to be surviving it together. That's right. That's right. And you in a new location <gasps> with a new life. So, yes, you will see Christmas with snow. And really, the it'll make you... <laughs> it's very different than Christmas in Los Angeles. That's so. exactly right. Well... I look forward to all this. Thank you for watching. Thank uh, you, everyone. listening to us. Leave a review wherever you're listening. We appreciate the help. And until then, Lois, take care of yourself. You too, everybody. Goodbye.